title. P.S. I love you. Yeah. Because it's like, what is the rest of the letter? No, it's just like, <laughs> I don't know. It was already an, an anachronistic title, and I'm like, leave me alone. You know, my like, least favorite title is They Shoot Horses, Don't They? It's such a <laughs> stupid title. I did not know that was a title it's of like a thing. It's like an award-winning movie, I think. And like, oh, oh God. Now, you know what the best title is? There is this like hyper Christian movie about nothing oh. coming out right now <laughs> called The Overcomer. <laughs> oh no! It won't stop. <laughs> There's just with... so many reasons that's bad. Yeah, yeah. like anyone should have like stopped. It doesn't and went, have to Ooh. be the gross one. It can be just like so. so that's how reasons. you know that that didn't go through a single room with a millennial in it. Like not one. It, <laughs> the second that they heard a teenager go. <laughs> They would have been like, well, we gotta change that. It's like yeah. how PlayStation hires people, literally, or Xbox or any of them, to like to figure out all penises. the ways you can draw penises to ban them as usernames. <laughs> they need like one millennial in every like title making room just so they can go, huh, kind of sounds like balls, to be like, back to the drawing board. <laughs> Why didn't I get the job of dirtbag millennial? I've been a dirtbag millennial my whole life. Yeah. Make believe. Welcome to Make Believe Money. I'm Liz. I'm Damon. I'm Dan. Dan, what are we talking about? We're going to talk about Big. Big? Yes, the movie Big with oh, Tom Hanks. Good. I like that movie. I do too. Uh, I don't have anything further to say. I don't know why I started saying <laughs> Okay, there we go. <laughs> I have conflicted feelings about it. As an adult now looking back on it? No, it's just that's a very intense sex scene to watch with your grandpa <laughs> on accident. <laughs> Can I tell you? That is the most problematic part of this movie, that she does absolutely statutory rape this child. Yeah. I mean, not in body, but no, not at the time. Okay. And you watch her go through some emotions in the scene where she's like, he's like, I have to go back. And she's like, you do. Oh, my God. Oh, my. What have I Because she's even like, so you're like, what, 16? He's like, I'm 13. And she's like, no, 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 no. I mean, Graham, she like started counting backwards on her hands. Like, <laughs> Half my age plus 70. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So that sex would not have been good. No, probably no. not for anyone involved. No. It's nope. Very confusing and probably pretty short. I mean, it was the 80s. And probably a lot of crying. Well, it was the 80s. A lot normal, of cocaine, right? so. Yeah. <laughs> Who can remember? Yeah. <laughs> Tom Hanks dipped his penis in cocaine before they had oh sex. My God. So. Went and forever, though it burned. Her. <laughs> she died. How did she die? Do not ask. <laughs> uh, well, I had a thing I was going to say. I thought this was going to be a wholesome episode. Will, Here we are. It will not. I mar- This podcast is marked explicit for a reason. <laughs> We've earned it, damn we it. We did, and we'll say all the fucks we want. Um, I had a thing I was going to say about this. Oh, I had a thought after you said it was awkward to watch that sex scene with your grandpa that, hey, can we do an episode about risky business at some point? Because speaking of sex scenes that are awkward to watch with your parents. <laughs> I'm sure we can figure out something. Yeah. How much therapy business. costs if you uh, <laughs> yeah. watch risky business How with your parents. How much therapy did Liz need? It's really Liz's fault because Liz had a big crush on Tom Cruise. 
So they I've heard Mission Impossible. I mean, yeah. the, business, the, the business they, in Risky Business is, is prostitution. prostitution. Yeah. They did let That's me watch it. That's on your it. parents. Like, they did let me watch it, but we fast forwarded through all of the Phil Collins in the movie, <laughs> if that helps anybody narrow it down. <laughs> like, as I soon as you hear the, like, boo-doo, boo-doo, and he's like, nope, fast forward. And, like, <laughs> I watched it go by in, in quick motion, and I was like, what are they Doesn't doing on help. that empty subway car? Also, no. an empty subway car? <laughs> <laughs> also, any movie that's about prostitution, yeah, you might be able to forward through the uh, ma- the explicit material, but it's still um, challenging. Yeah, I will say... <laughs> on theme alone. I recently watched The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, and aside from the name, which when I was a kid made my like insides twinge in a way that I was like, I'm not allowed to say that out loud. Like, <laughs> watching it, I was like, oh, you'd never know. Like, if you were a child and they told you that a whore meant something else, you'd be like, oh, fine, because it's just Dolly Parton and Burt Reynolds singing to each other. <laughs> it means bar. It means yeah, bar. Yeah, but you got to be careful about that, because I've had, there's many horror stories of people telling their kids that word means something else, and then them using it in the appropriate context for that for other word, told. Yeah. but not for the real thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, Don't oh, lie it, to your children. <laughs> yeah, it just means like when two people are happy together, and then it's like they use that in context, like, nope. <laughs> They are not whoring. Nope. Bad. You did a bad they job. Are, are, no, you and your friend are not fucking. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Incorrect, sir. Incorrect. Anyway, this podcast is explicit. Turn it off. <laughs> Go away. Meditate. Do some self-help. Don't listen to us. Um, Plot? No, semi-unrelated, related, but my childhood best friend has this excellent story of this time. We were six years old, and he was on the, uh, the playground. And this little girl in our class came up to him and gave him the bird. And she said, you know what this means? This means I don't like you. And then she like ran away. She's not wrong. She's not wrong. <laughs> I've done that it's, only to people I do not like. It's filtered through a child's eyes, but she kind of nailed the essence of it. <laughs> this means I don't like you. But like that's the most extreme thing you could think to say as a child to someone else. I don't care for you very much. Boy, as an adult, you don't flip the bird that often. Uh, like, you do if you're my husband. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it's got a very visceral, pleasant feel when you're truly very angry. He does yeah. it with gusto. <laughs> like, it's one thing to say, like, ah, fuck you, or I hate that guy, or whatever, but to, like, truly take the effort to flip someone the bird just really brings a catharsis that no other In swearing does. My the, defense. Uh, no. I almost <laughs> exclusively do it to cars that are accelerating through stop signs that they blew through. And I was about to say, I will say, the only time I really use it is in a car. Yes. And then it's not as quite as satisfying because you're not always sure they saw it. Here's the so. deal. Damon does it when the other person's in a car, but not when we're in a car. <laughs> like, if they speed too fast through the, or they, like, come too close to him on the crosswalk, he'll flip people off, and that usually just incentivizes them to try and murder us. <laughs> no. I am a human shield most of the time. <laughs> no. Well, then that's the perfect time for him to do it. There's I guess no so. consequences. Yeah, really. Like, you just get the, uh, my life insurance payout. It's not very good. We just got the base level work life insurance it's like not even a full year paycheck so think about that you can probably buy more i can and i won't because i know you're gonna murder me Uh, anyway you want to do some plot plot yeah i think plots first plots first yeah um so a little boy uh goes boy (laughs) (laughs) hello if you can hear us we'll grant you wishes A uh, little boy goes up to, uh, I forget everything that happens before the, the vending machine. Um, he gets so frustrated because his parents won't let him do something. No, it's he's he wants to, he's hitting on this girl uh-huh. um, That's how it from goes. school. And 
the, he like is hitting on her at a carnival and he can't ride a ride that she can ride because it's like this tall to oh, ride the ride. Oh, she's taller than him? Yeah. That's a lame thing. Which at that, that age is not uncommon. Yeah. Wait, he's like 13. Right. And she's about seemingly about that age, give or take. Maybe things have just sped up. I feel like by 13 I was the same height as I was extremely tall what for a grade long time. Is 13. 13 is like 8th grade. Oh yeah, yeah. by then right. most boys I think have like all caught up to I was going to say if you're not able to ride the carnival ride uh, by 13, you're probably never going to be able to ride the you're carnival just ride. Short, you're just a teeny short man. Yeah, if this movie implies that when he gets big spoilers we'll get there that that is <laughs> what excited. he will look like he's gonna do some growing between 13 and adulthood and 14 right? because, <laughs> because and it gonna hurt yeah, his time <laughs> is running out i oh man i had a lot of like growing pains when i was a kid but that he's um, gonna get to like 16 and then they'll find like a mass sitting on his pituitary <laughs> gland and they'll remove <laughs> and that and, and then he turns into time he'll grow into eight tummies. feet in in a month <laughs> Uh, but anyway. Also, he wouldn't grow up to be Tom Hanks. He'd grow up to be Gary Sinise, is what we're saying. <laughs> uh, so, but so he's he, frustrated that he is small. I get it. And then he goes to the um, Zoltar Zoltar fortune teller machine um, that uh, is mystical, and he wishes to become big, um, which is a very vague wish yeah, like he's never I seen a movie with a genie in it to be a monkey paw situation where right. he's like 800 pounds or something <laughs> he or he, it makes the entire world like the size of ants except oh, for him no. or something oh god but it's Whoa, like there's so many scenarios when that wish could have gone wrong josh yeah. but like think it through there are so many alternate meanings of the word big like do you just want to be exactly who you are but larger like <laughs> Do you, do you want, want to be, be famous? <laughs> like, like you could. Yeah, yeah. you want to hit it big. You want to. Yeah, and it's just like he's just lucky that it I mean, came out exactly it's a how lark. he wanted. It's a lark, of course, because like he doesn't know that the machine is magical yet. Sure. But like, also, most of the time, those machines don't like grant wishes. They just hand you a slip of paper that says when you'll die. And they're always tomorrow for me. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I keep going to these machines? <laughs> um. So anyway, he wishes to become big. Uh, the machine spits out spits out a thing, and then he, he wakes up the next morning. Yep, and he's Tom Hanks. And he's mm-hmm. Tom Hanks, the biggest actor in America. The <laughs> best. Oh, that's probably what probably it is. Probably not at the time. Uh, I think this is what did it. Yeah, kinda. that's what I'm saying. But I don't think he was pre this movie. Like, what I came think this before was one it of for his him? Big breakout. I mean, he had his TV show. Oh, I loved Bosom Buddies. That um, was a delight. Um, I'm on it. You guys keep doing plot. Sure. But did he really get big after big, or did he get big after Forrest Gump? No, he was like... He had like a couple of ebbs and flows. Yeah, because he has so much stuff before Forrest Gump. Like... Yeah. Forrest Gump, I think, is his first, like, Oscar thing. Sure. Um, But, like... Because he was like a fluffy romance dude for a while. He was like a soft romance dude. He... Well, Philadelphia came out between those two, and that was a... That oh, Philadelphia is his big. That's his his Oscar thing. Wow, Philadelphia. Um, a League of Their Own came out after this one as well. Wait, yeah. did A League of Their Own come out before Philadelphia? Uh, yes. Weird. By about a year. Weird, because I just think <coughs> of like the character that that Tom Hanks is playing in A League of Their Own would be appropriate for Tom Hanks now. Yeah, and but. it's like weird that like he's like such a young man. Well, I think that was part of his thing when he was very young was like, he had this weird malleable like, face. Malle- well, <laughs> like a malleable age where like he could be anything from like a 21 year old college student to like a young dad. Yeah. And now he's just 
Yeah. Tom Hanks, America's dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't hate it. No. Uh, he's one of the people who is on my list. Um, my wife and I made a list when all the Me Too allegations. He's one of the people. Oh, oh I thought you were going to say that Tom Hanks, Hanks is one of your yeah, free pass. No, like, no, no. Although if maybe. you ever meet Tom Hanks in a bar, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm allowed to do whatever I <laughs> yeah. want. I mean, I think he'd be on all of our lists. Yeah, I mean, no, but we were making a list when Me Too started becoming a thing of like the people that if it came out, it would really break our hearts. Yeah. Like these people are. It all sucks that this is coming out, but like if it came out about Obama or if it came out about Tom Hanks, these would truly break our heart. That would like alter your perception of reality. Um, and like, yeah, yeah, of yeah. like I know men are terrible, but I I I think but there's I a bastion of goodness somewhere like <laughs> s- holding against the tide, and that would just crumble that bastion to the point where I'm like, all men are monsters, and we should figure out how women can reproduce without us and get rid of the rest. We're working of us. on it. All of us collectively are like thinking really hard oh, about I'm it. Sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this appears to be... Th- I mean, in this and the next two or three years, he gets a lot of his... Like, he has some things before it, but it's not a ton. But, like, big, then he gets League of Their Own, then Philadelphia, then Forrest Gump. So this is really so, like, when... everything from late 80s through the 90s. What's was, like, his dog cop spot. movie called? Turner and Hooch? Yeah, Turner, Turner and Hooch. Hooch was yeah. There's this. another dog cop yeah. movie? Yeah, um, the lesser Belushi has one. Oh, no one cares about him. Yeah. He's but the it was worst like, blind actor in America. <laughs> <laughs> We've decided. But it was like uh it was a total like deep impact uh Armageddon thing, I think. Well, I think they time. came out like the same year. What's his one called? Oh, I couldn't remember the good one. Why do You're you think right, I'm gonna remember right. the I can remember the bad one? Yeah. Kindergarten cop? I'm pretty sure it's um. kindergarten cop. <laughs> uh so wait, so Josh gets big. He turns yep. into Tom Hanks. Do you know his Tom. name? Yeah, it's Weird. Josh. Okay. Yeah. I had a crush um, on the little kid. Weird. He's cute. Okay, he um, looks like. Um, then I, I imagine he has to flee from his childhood home. He, he does. Super does. He runs because his mom discovers him. I have a yeah. One of the things I want to talk about, and I was going to talk about while we talk about money, but we can talk about it now. There is approximately zero police officers in this movie ever featured at all. <laughs> this child is, from what his mother believes, abducted by this adult and or murdered. because the kid disappears. Then this guy comes back and tries to say that he's her son. She freaks out. Then when she realizes her son is missing, he at one point calls her and is like, no, your son's safe. Like, I have him. <laughs> and at no point are there... And, like, she he calls this house. There's no one there recording the line. There's no, no. like... This is they like... don't have a cut scene of her talking to the police. He arrives home, and there doesn't seem to be any follow-up. Like, you know what this, this is? This is a kidnapping. What the shit? What this is is... That mom's got some real shitty illegal activity going on, and she can't afford yeah, to have the she cops. Yeah, she's definitely like printing money in her basement right? or something. She's like, I that... guess my son is just gone because I cannot call. What the year police. did this come out? Uh, eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. Okay. Oh, if it were any year. earlier, I would say that that is a hundred percent like a pre-milk carton children era. No, thing. there is a scene where he's on a milk carton oh. in this movie. That's even more. There's a scene where uh, the woman that he eventually falls with is with like his work competitor and his work competitor is complaining about him and pours himself a bowl of cereal and his face is on the milk carton and they like zoom in it's like a ha 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 subtle like so weird but there's just but apparently i was gonna say because like 1988 like that is like peak like milk carton missing children like moral panic a literal book called the face on the milk carton was written i think in that year yeah it was a good um it's about a girl who gets abducted and raised by other people, and then she sees her own face on a milk carton, and she's like, what the fuck is this? And her parents are like, um, we gotta go! And then she finds out that she was raised by abductors. Um, to Spoilers. finalize the plot really quick, 
Um, he then uh, flees into the city. He somehow uh, gets a job. Gets a job. He like too. yeah. He like uh, this strange homeless man only strange in homeless man or like, his dad's clothes. It's implied that it's like his best either. So one of two things. They don't actually get into it specifically, but it's very ill fitting. Uh huh. So at one point you see his best friend who's like helping him through this. Gives him boy. some money that he stole from his dad's like uh, nightstand or whatever. So either he That's bought some stuff Yikes. at a thrift store, <clears throat> excuse me, or he stole some of his dad's outfits and gave them to Tom Hanks. You're not clear which, but he's sure. in like a crazy tie, pants that are too short. Like it's it's meant to be played for comedy, but it yeah. Is like, but if you think about it, is it extremely dark? <laughs> a little bit. But he like enchants. Uh, a toy executive with his child, like whimsy and gets a job at a That's toy production. Robert Loja. Yep. Robert Loja. Robert Loja. Um, and then, uh, all the people in this movie are like faceless cutouts moving around except for Tom Hanks in my, in oh, my mind's eye. The only eye. reason I remember Robert Loja John is Lovitz because, is in it oh yeah, for like a hot second. And I can mm. very vividly see that the woman's face. And I almost know her name. Uh, cause she looks like, Mary Louise Parker's older sister is his. Is his like competitor uh, Dickless from Ghostbusters by chance? Uh, I believe so. No, he just shows up John in everything. Oh no, 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 no! That's that's the dad right. from that's, uh, uh, John Heard from uh, Home Alone. Home Alone, yeah. oh, Lost in New York. He's is he Josh's dad? No, no, no he's his com- the work competitor. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like, what winds up happening ultimately is that he gets this job basically playing with toys to do market research for lack of a better term. Yeah. And then he slowly like transforms into an adult where it's originally childlike whimsy, but then he gets in a relationship and then he gets competitive at work. And it's just like, now he has all these cares of an adult and then he's like, Oh, I need to go back to being a kid while I can sort of thing. Uh, and that's the lesson is that your life will never be happy once you're an adult. It would be a better movie if he like, sw- he, like true. freaky Friday. Like it would be a better freaky Friday if like, the mom and daughter in Freaky Friday, Freaky Friday, and then the mom was like, "No, this is chill," and like would not go back. <laughs> mom, we had a I'm much that happier. Fountain. I destroyed that fountain. I killed the fountain. I, I will have a child. I will have a second childhood. You will die far too young. Ma ha ha! Serves you right for being kind of a dick to me. <laughs> but anyway, he doesn't do that because it's a robot that gave him the big. <laughs> the- <laughs> that was a sentence that you said aloud. Uh, and he he goes and wishes. How does he get it back? He just goes. I want to be small. He tries to find Zoltar, <laughs> but Zolt, like Zoltar got sold or moved someplace, so it's like this whole no, adventure. No, that's the other issue I have with this. Wait, it's still there. I believe it's so. The reason that he is big for as long as he is is because they file like a request for information act. It's not really shown, but he goes to some government agency and is like, "I need the location of all the carnivals in town," and they it takes six weeks for them to get back to him. But at least, maybe they just didn't have the budget. But it, he, like, takes her to the carnival. He takes his new flame to the carnival. And the Zoltar machine is still there, it seems. Dish, why didn't you just go yeah, check? Yeah, they make a, like, show of them going from, like, shop to shop, like, pawn shops yeah. and, like, arcades to be like, do you have a Zoltar? Do you have a Zoltar? But the movie either did a very bad job trying to differentiate locales or it just didn't have the budget and decided not to care. But it implies they didn't go back to the location where it was the first time. 
what the if that, thing you go back to when you lose a thing? See, I First have First thing, this vivid where's the memory. last place I saw it? Go there. I must have, like, I must have uh, justified this in my mind because I have a memory in my head of them going there and there being, like, an empty, worn-out spot. That does not happen. I think what? That's, I think that's a parody. I think that's a thing from, like, every thing that, like, that rips this off. It? Fuck. But no, I believe he he does the exact same machine in the exact same place or like on the same pier. He is also like a 13 a year old boy. Yeah. So I mean, I, I had 13. Yeah. But they think enough. to go to like, like literally arcades and ask for him in the back. I don't know how you don't, <laughs> I mean, 13 year olds are immature, but they're not stupid necessarily. And that's the slogan of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> also, I put it in a necessarily in there and I stand by it. Necessarily. Yeah. 13 year olds shape up. Okay. Fire, get retirement funds now. You're going to need it, I feel like, so just start now. Got to have earned income for most of them. I guess that's fair. Um, Paper route? Yeah, that would count. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I I was watching this, and I was like, oh, this is the scene where he goes back. I wonder where he finds it. And they, like, go back, and they make a big deal. Like, it's at Parkside Drive or whatever. So I get the impression they're trying to imply it was moved. But like they do not do a good enough job filming it like it was moved. What so if it looks like they just walked up to the same one? And he's like, "Oh, this is where I put my keys." <laughs> like, oh shit, man! Right where you left them. What if it's like not actually a prop for the movie, and they just like had to go back to like that location to use <laughs> it that's again? That's the only Zoltar that it really. They existed. hired like a couple of extras. Like, oh, am I gonna be in the scene? No, we need to just keep people from walking through here for like twenty-five minutes, if you oh, could. Okay. Um. But like, you're gonna be in another movie. Do I get SAG minimum for that? No, you or? do not. No, go home. <laughs> you're asking too many questions. We'll get another faceless actor. <laughs> um, so ratings. Yes. Wait, we covered it. He goes back. He becomes small again. Yes. He walks, walks home into his house. His mother is suit. like, "Oh, thank God, since I couldn't use the cops to get you back for some reason." I'm not allowed to let the cops know I'm here. <laughs> I also feel like the cops. Never mind. It was 1988. The cops still would not have had questions about like where he was <laughs> the whole time. Right. We've talked about we this. didn't care where children went until like 1983. <laughs> so. But it is, this is the start of care. This is dark, though. I mean, it's kind of implied like someone like his life has got to suck after this. So the last literally last scene in the movie is like him and his best friend just like wheeling a bike down the road, chit chatting. Hey, his mother, if she loved him, would not let him out of her sight for a while. And B, <laughs> he should be in therapy for the Horrible sex things that the guy who abducted him probably did to him before returning him. Oh, that his mom assumed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean, a, so an adult man kidnaps your child for, for six weeks, weeks. Just for fun. Returns them, and you're not going to assume that, like, damage was done in some way, shape, or form? For fun? <laughs> we for hung funsies? out. We played games. I made a... I made an amusement park in my backyard just for children. I mean, you could make a movie about those six weeks called The Overcomer. <laughs> oh, I don't know that that's going to make it into the cold open. Uh, and I hope it doesn't. Everyone be just as confused about that as you'd like. <laughs> if you've got questions, email Dan at makebeliefmoneypodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> um, ratings. Yeah. I'll say I'm a four. I know the movie. I've watched it a few times. I feel like that's all I need. It doesn't go real deep, this one. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I would say three, just mostly through social osmosis, 
the whole watching the sex scene with my grandpa thing really turned it off for me. <laughs> you You're the out, only one. You blacked out the second half of the film just because of that. Well, if there's another opportunity for that to happen, I can't have it be in my brain. <laughs> uh, I'll say six. We've seen it probably four or five times, and I watched it for this recording, so I, I watched it quite recently, so it's it's pretty fresh in my brain, which Fish. is why I was able to like remember that it was on the milk carton and all that. Yeah. Oh, right. I literally Dan's the only one who ever it. does homework. That's why his ratings are always a little higher than the rest <laughs> of ours. <laughs> it's, I mean, watching something within a week of recording does give you a lot of fresh lot of paint context. on that palette, That's for sure. Um, yeah, Damon and I get by on our like nerd level alone. There are a couple of times I haven't had the time, and you can kind of tell those episodes where I'm like, then something happens, and then it ends. And then mm. so there we credits? go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what about this? I imagine there's a lot to talk about. There's a couple of different things we can talk about. Um, but the first, the thing I really can we talk about did, all the reward money his mom didn't offer up <laughs> for <laughs> returning she's her printing son? It in the basement. <laughs> Yeah, apparently enough to get it on a milk carton. Oh, I wonder. Yeah, does that cost money? That's like a, no, I'm sure that's, that's like a thing that like the no, it's a thing that the milk company does. Oh well, whatever. But awesome. I'm sure they, they don't didn't. anymore. They don't anymore. But that was the thing at the time. Yeah. Well, like, well, they don't anymore because that's what the Amber Alert thing on your phone is for, and yeah. it's far more effective. Well, yeah, I was gonna say they found out it just didn't work. Like, right. Yeah, I think like one kid got returned by it and well and i know a bunch of there was also a bunch of like false alarms too where the cops were spending a bunch of time they could have been finding kids investigating leads of no it's just another sandy haired kid right you, yeah. you took a blurry picture and put it on all the side kids kind of look and the all same kids kind of have that same boneless structure for a while so they're all goopy inside <laughs> <laughs> um kids the silly putty of humans <laughs> But what is good is, so I had a, basically here was my question going into it. How in the shit <laughs> does this, does he afford all his life, basically? Yeah. In the beginning, he starts as a data entry clerk. Then they give him a big fancy promotion to VP. But still, he has this like super swanky apartment. As soon as he gets his promotion, this super swanky apartment. And like all this stuff in it, and he and his kid friend go nutso on like candy and doing stuff and they go to a ball game and like i mean i get how like, is my, was my question going in yeah there. i mean i get like i don't know this could be like white male privilege the movie like he could just fail upward just because someone likes the cut of his jib but uh, my my thing is not about the failing upward though yes he gets an unearned promotion and you know lives his life with it it's just more the actual timing. Yeah, like it's only so fast. six weeks. If you have to put down a first and last month's security deposit, or even a first month's, or even a, like an application fee, like he's not even going to get paid that quickly. No, no. I mean, he has a shiny new social security number. Like, well, that's the other question: is how in the hell did he get this job? Because he makes up a social security number. <laughs> oh, literally, <laughs> they put no down a, they put down a locker combo, and then he walks into the, that's not enough numbers. Yeah, <laughs> he walks into the interview, and the guy goes, "You're missing a couple of digits on your social security number." And he goes, "Uh, twelve. and they just write a twelve at the end of it, and like that's still not enough numbers. Wait, yeah, so that's enough. If I mean, at max, a, oh, maybe the, a locker only... combination could be like six numbers because it, like, you could have like three two-digit yeah, right. numbers. What the shit movie? Yeah, zero twelve. <laughs> the guy just added I on. I guess. 
That makes sense to me. <laughs> 12 with two twos, you got it. I ain't got no internet to check this out. Yeah, I mean, that is the other thing. It might be that the background oh, check It just takes that takes long to like clear. six weeks. But also, and like, how did he, he get a was paycheck? A, You're right. Like, he was a day away from them coming and being like, hey, John, says you're dead. A uh, couple of questions. You've been dead for a long time. <laughs> or you were born three days ago. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they recycle. Do they recycle? I don't think so. I, there's I think so many combinations. I don't think they would need to. But if he now. guessed, like it would, he would either be super like, if he guessed and he got a right one, it could either be one given to like a 90 year old man or, or one given fresh to baby. an infant, like or, or a 50 percent chance of given to a female. Also oh, true. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of reasons this the math this does not idea. work out for him. Honestly, and if the Zoltar machine was trying to teach him a lesson, it would have just like zapped him into like middle management, like or like some sort of soul crushing job right away. But again, he's supposed to learn that lesson on his own. I guess, but I feel like the he's lesson supposed to learn, learn that even like, fun jobs are terrible when you do them long enough, and that adulthood crushes your soul. If You're he, right. He needs a lot of therapy because he's <laughs> oh, not yeah. going to want to grow up again. No, yeah. He's like, wait, is there any way I can... I had the best job available to a kid and I still hated it after six weeks. How long do I have to do it in real world? 40 Forever? years? Oh. Oh, cool. Also... I'm going to jump on the bridge. was the 80s. He still had a pension. That's true. He could have done that's, it for 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> also, he's lucky that he like bigged and became Tom Hanks and not like bigged and became someone that was like, oh no, this is what I look like. <laughs> What, what? No. <laughs> like, Jim Belushi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The lesser Belushi. Um, but I do have actual was, numbers we can go through at okay. some point. Okay. But Damon looks like he has a oh, point. I'm so sorry. My brain just locked up on me. It's okay. What the hell was it? It's a Wednesday. I'm trying to re- reverse back. Um, would have been more, it would have been a more, a less complicated take if this were actually like a time travel thing and he just zapped into like his body like. When he wasn't 20 adult. years <laughs> down the, the line. And you could even have done a Freaky Friday where 30 year old him is 13 year old him and 13 year old him is 30 year old him. So you do like Ugh. 13 going on 30 and big at the same time. And you have Ooh, two timelines running like side by side. If you and could then do the it like gender old, blind and the, you splice those movies together, I bet it'd be a really fun watch. The 13 year old steps on a butterfly and his 30 year old self ceases to exist. Oh my God. <sighs> so Ashton Kutcher's in there too. <laughs> No, thank you. We've gone too far. Let's back <laughs> it up. This is a weird, back hard sci-fi back. movie all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, that's the plot of Primer. Everybody go home. <laughs> Might as well be. Yeah, well, like, no one's really sure what the plot of Primer is. <laughs> I've seen that movie twice, only because I had to watch it like two times simultaneously because I swear to God that I lost a half an hour, like a half an hour from the ending. <laughs> I think that's the trick of that and, movie. And like, yeah, it's just like you... Close your eyes for a second, and all of a sudden, nothing makes sense. I'm pretty sure it's just about a cardboard box that you travel through time in, but you prestige it. No, that's Doctor it. Who. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's bigger on the inside. Yeah, Inspector Space Time. So, tell me more <laughs> about the money. <laughs> so, here's what we do have, though. We do have some money. Okay. And I wanted to see how the screenwriters did, because that's what I like to do. Yeah. So, he does get his first paycheck. Okay. So this is still, admittedly, when he's basically... So it's hard to tell. It seems like he's just doing data entry, but they specifically need someone who can work with computers because in the early, late 80s, like, that was not a super common skill yet, right? right. Like, sure. there was some amount of expertise, but, you, like, the normal data entry person would not probably have computer skills. Sure. And they show him playing video games on a computer so he knows what he's doing. So Man, thinking of doing, like, data entry on paper 
sounds horrible. <laughs> or like, I guess, old word processor well, the good, typewriters. The good news is they have no way of sorting it. So <laughs> you could be totally wrong. Yeah. It's fine. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Right in a 12. The access system is someone goes pull it up and pulls it out of a file, which is not going to happen. And then makes uh, a guess. Like, yeah. And then says, right. this seems like it was too high. You're in trouble. Linda. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I didn't know whether I should in my head equate this job to like a, a highly technical skill or a data entry because the salary ranges on those are, are as you would imagine, very separate. Yeah. Um, but here's what we know. He gets his first paycheck. It's $187. He loses his goddamn mind because $187 for a kid is bonkers amount of money, I suppose. Especially in, in New York. 88. Sure. Um, because the inflation multiple I determined was about two about two times. So oh, yeah. $187 in our world. Oop, I hit the wrong button. Hold one moment, please, while we connect your call. Do, do, I'm too do, used do, to having do, my do, 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 numbers bad. Do, 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 what did you just do? do, 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 do. Oh. <laughs> uh, is like $400. See, that's so, what I made at my like part-time gap job. Yeah, that's what, I mean, yeah. If you worked full-time, if not full-time, but like every, most of the hours you could, I probably made about 100 bucks a week, give or take, at my like first job where I was making, you know, seven dollars and change an hour or something like that real quick what was your first job i worked at a gelato shop owned by a dentist i think <laughs> that that's vertical integration yeah. <laughs> okay good for you i quite liked it though uh my boss was a little crazy um but you own a gelato shop uh my friend got hired and then he just suggested that the to the dentist that he hire a bunch of his friends so everybody who worked there were friends and it was fun. That sounds really Welcome nice. to like every job my I had before. My sister worked there for a while. That sounds nice. And then it closed. Well, cuz all those kids were scared. Those two it was things in a pretty are not... bad location and the dentist did not know how to run it, but They're fair. Yeah. Damon, what was your first job? Uh Technically, I flipped burgers under the table for like three weeks. That's not um, where you're supposed to flip the burgers. It gets dirty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like my first like W two job was I was a janitor um, at a caterpillar factory for a summer. That's pretty. Oh yeah, job. and to be clear, this is like post because I like mowed lawns and did some other stuff. Oh like, sure, well, yeah. Like not everybody yeah. like, not that. The burger thing would have been my first W two job if it was not cash under the table. Right. Sure. So I mean, yeah, like I babysat. I mostly babysat because my grandmother volunteered me for her Bible group, and then she told them all they could pay me whatever they wanted to. So one time I babysat nine kids for two hours and got $9. That is not correct. Yeah, it was not cool. But my first actual job was at Arby's. I I worked at Arby's. I hear they have Can the you meats. eat Arby's now? I can. It wasn't so bad. The only time it was bad was I wouldn't eat them anyway because they're spicy, but I wouldn't recommend jalapeno poppers just because... This one dude I worked at who was trying really hard to impress me the whole time, even though I was like 17 and he was like 23 or 24, he like dropped a jalapeno popper on the ground and then put it back in the fryer and went, oh, that'll no. kill it. And I went, I know. <laughs> <laughs> he also was like, I was reading the sixth Harry Potter book at the time and he looked at me and went, Harry Potter, huh? You know, that's the longest trilogy ever written. And I went, <laughs> I guess it would be. <laughs> <laughs> By definition, most series that have five books are the longest trilogy ever written. Yeah, anything, or six or anything eight. Anything with more than three would make it a pretty, pretty long, long trilogy. trilogy. <laughs> um, but yeah. No I, part I, of that statement is correct. No, I don't no, think. From, from 
nuts to bolts. No, he was like, I watched the History Channel a lot, so you can ask me anything. I know about any period in time. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to ring up this roast beef sandwich. I'll (laughs) see you later. (laughs) (laughs) Just, we have a friend who worked at a Kotako hut. Um, Kotako hut. He does not like any of those things anymore. I believe it. Especially the Taco Bell. Oh, I believe it. I imagine that he responds worse to that than if he had worked at any one standalone I, Kentucky Fried Chicken, Taco Bell, like Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. Yeah. You know, those restaurants, if you specialize in everything, you specialize in nothing. And with fast food, that like goes up. The Triple mo- so, yeah. 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 But also, I think of anything that's in the back of Taco Bell, like comes in those giant cardboard tubes that they have like military rations in and they <laughs> scoop it out with ladles. That's what I think Taco Bell's like in the back. Well, you can ask him one day. I will. That may very well be true. <laughs> anyway, that was a nice diversion. Yes. Tell me more about this paycheck. So, $187. Uh, which, I, I want to put this caveat out here if people think of it, because I know it too. It's, part, it's possible they paid him for a partial period. Sure. So, sure. it's possible it was three days, five days, eight days. I assumed it was some standard period because that's all I could work with. I realize my numbers may be off because maybe that's four days. Sure. So I'm going to put that caveat out there. There's no way to plan for that. So just know that it's been considered and abandoned. So let's go with what we can possibly. (laughs) shove it. Let's go with what we can possibly analyze. So do we think it's a two-week period? So that's the thing. I looked at three different options. Okay. It's either he's getting paid weekly, and I looked at that. Mm Mm-hmm. He's getting paid bi-weekly, mm-hmm. every two weeks, or he's getting paid bi-monthly, which is twice a month. Which or every other month, both things are true. Well, both things are true. <laughs> but technically, bi-weekly, you get 26 paychecks, bi-monthly, you get 24. So they sure. do work okay. out different, because I've yeah. gotten paid both ways. I've gotten paid on the 15th and 30th, and I've gotten paid every, every two weeks. Every other week. Okay. And I much prefer the 15th and 30th, which is what I'm on now, which I really? enjoy. Yes. Okay. I don't like the every two weeks because they change where they are in the month. Yes, that's fair. Like one, I might get paid the second, and then the next month is the fourth, and the next month it's the ninth. And it just makes it hard when my rent is always due on the first, and right. my, you know, whatever is always, due on, always due on the 15th. Like, yeah. it's not paying me three days before that, and then the next month, two days after that, and then the next month, five days before that. It just gets wacky. Planning is It's harder. taken me a long, it took me a long time to get to a place where, like, I just put like a lump sum, like an equal lump sum aside every paycheck. Mm-hmm. And on a 26 paycheck system, like that, like you need a pretty substantial like leg up to make that work until right. you get that first air quotes extra check. Right. Because then yeah. you get that month that's three paychecks, yeah. which is great. But I just, I don't know, 24 works better for me. Yeah. Well, that's fair. My wife gets paid once a month, which is kind of bonkers to me. Ouch. It's, it's a weird system. I knew some people who got paid. Like every six months, like you get like a what? giant stipend, and then you would like scooch through. Oh, that just doesn't work. So like, and that behavioral like, finance wise, like that is a oh, really suffer greatly shitty system. Like just knowing how imagine, people you would think have about to, money. I mean, you'd have to. You'd, you'd have to be like the most disciplined person in the world. I, I would like. literally probably have them deposit a sixth of it into an account and like five six into a separate account, like an account that I have thrown away the password to and you could like and schedule just have a monthly schedule a monthly send in because i don't i like i'm good with money and even i just like that's bonkers and like, i think it was some that. sort of like non-traditional i mean i'm sure it was a stipend or a something but or like where not teaching but like they had like an extended period of time off so they crabbing. would get paid for both crabbing mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah it's weird how many crabbers i knew <laughs> 
You can only do it like two months out of the year. So like that's fair. My state was landlocked, but I guess yeah. that's fine. There's a reason why Should every season. Even if there's a river. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, there, I mean, other than sub-Saharan Africa, I was nothing say there, is otherwise landlocked. I was, say, <laughs> I was just gonna say. I mean, we had a lake and a river. That counts. <laughs> this is not totally. No. And if Jersey just slid away, there was sky above it. So I mean, you there guys, wasn't only land. I'm just saying. Good lord. Anyway. So anyway. Anyway, I'm just saying that there's a reason why the Deadliest Catch every season there's a subplot about some guy who's got a warrant, like because you try making a year's salary in two months and like and not spending it all immediately. Yeah, yeah, and Thanks. then doing something warrantable, probably warrantable. <laughs> uh, so so if he's paid weekly, that 187 dollars. Um, basically, what I did is in each. So here's where it gets complicated, and I'm gonna give you the 10,000 foot view. But if you want, we can dive into it. Okay. Each frequency implies a different salary. Sure. Which means we need to adjust the taxes. Okay. Because right? if you make 100,000 and you get paid weekly, you know it's you're gonna get taxed at a different. Like if you if a, if this amount suggested at paid weekly you make 100,000 dollars, your tax rate's gonna be way higher than if it suggests. Uh, if you get paid monthly, you only make, you know, twenty thousand. Then your tax rate is going to be much lower. Sure. I feel like this might be worth going into a little bit since like tax rates have been in the news recently, and like a lot of people seem to not quite understand what that all means for their money, like taxing people. It. Sure. So yeah, you make taxes. Uh, or you make taxes. You make money. You pay taxes on that money that you make. Um, you pay a different rate depending on how much you make uh, up to a certain maximum after which you only pay that rate. I think the important thing to remember that nobody quite thinks about is that um, your the tax code is progressive. So everybody pays the same amount on the low amount of money and then everybody pays the same amount on the next higher amount of money. And then so every it's pay- like every... It's like thirty thousand dollars. So first bracket. Uh, I'd have no, to go back and like, look. I think it's something. lower. I think it's like ten thousand. But, but that first ten thousand ish, everybody is taxed at like a certain percentage. Right, and I think it's actually zero for the first ten thousand or something similar. Sweet. And um, then the next bracket above it, you get taxed just on that chunk of money. And that's the thing. If you make nine thousand nine hundred dollars, nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars, let's say, and I, let's say the tax is at ten thousand. I don't know if that's exactly where it is, but we'll use it for this example. Sure. You will pay zero. When you make ten thousand and one dollars, let's say that tax rate is ten percent, mm-hmm. you will pay ten cents in taxes because you're only you paying the ten percent. Ten percent on the dollar that went above the old bracket. Yeah, and so forth and so on. So that's where you get into something that's called your effective tax rate. So my tax rate might be twenty four percent. I don't really know, but sounds right ish for what I make. Um, where okay, you know, everybody makes whatever is taxed at 24%, but really my tax, what I pay might be something like 12 or 15 because if my first 10,000, I pay nothing. And my next 20, I pay five and my next 20, I pay 10. And so like, if you actually av- like weight that here's how much you pay on each individual dollar, but average it out, it might wind up being something like 15 or 16 or 12 instead of the 24 that I paid on my last dollar but maybe only 10 of those or some much smaller percentage of my salary. So when people go all up in arms about like bajillionaires needing to pay 99% taxes on their like top level of money. Well, that's this, uh, 
Cortez. Uh, uh, she, yeah, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Yeah, uh, she suggested a seventy percent tax rate on people making more than ten million. That would mean everything you make above ten million dollars a year would be taxed at seventy percent. Which, one, we've had higher tax rates in the U.S. Yeah, past, it and it before. has been fine. We've taxed, I think, up to like eighty-five or ninety percent. Ninety percent with Eisenhower. Um, yeah, just so after one, the war. it would be fine, and two, again, that doesn't mean we're taking people who make ten million dollars and asking them for seventy percent of what they make. Right. We're asking them for seventy percent of what they make above ten million. And so we could leave the, I think the highest tax bracket right now is 39%. We could Ugh. leave it 39% for everything. I think it's from like 500,000, I think is where it is now, to 10 million. And it would only change things drastically for people who make significantly more than 10 million. Because if you made 12, yeah, you'd pay more in taxes, but like only on that two, which out of your total, which is two million is a lot of money, but out of your total 12 million is not that much of your salary. Like, it like, wouldn't theoretically, just... Theoretically, you're doing fine. Again, we're yeah. not turning around and saying, okay, Liz, you normally pay 6,000 in taxes. We're asking you not to pay 60,000 in taxes. Right. We're saying, hey, the last 10 grand you made, you have to pay 50%. So your tax now goes up by two or 3,000 over what it was. Now, the, for them, it'll be bigger because they're bigger numbers, but you get the idea. Marginally, right. it's not yeah. a huge, crazy amount. And it's not going to hurt anybody. But it will really eat my ass when I am a billionaire, me personally. Right. Never, ever, yeah. ever, ever phrase it that way. <laughs> <laughs> it really will eat also, my ass. Also, billionaires should not exist. <laughs> billionaires should not exist. Also, also, remember the other thing about taxes, and this is actually, I didn't think we'd get down this rabbit hole, but for those of oh, you I who really are evaluating you your Democratic candidates in the upcoming elections... This is different than a wealth tax. This is an income tax. So when you make money, it gets taxed. Mm -hmm. If you have a billion dollars, that does not get taxed. You have it. It's you yours. You just have it as yours. It's sitting there. So are there so wealth Warren, taxes? Kind of. We'll get there. Okay. Elizabeth Warren is suggesting a wealth tax where some portion, people who have X amount of assets or more, have to pay some amount just because they have them. Sure. Uh, it's it's a smart idea. It's got probably more opposition because people are kind of... I mean, it is seemingly a little unfair. That one feels, to me, a little unfair. I'm not saying necessarily yeah. against it, depending on what level of wealth you start taxing sure. at. Um, but if it's high enough, I'm not opposed to it. But it is kind of like... But theoretically, like... If you like, have money, you've, you've already been it, taxed for on you. it. You've been taxed on it. You shouldn't necessarily have to pay just to have it. But if you're getting paid... A six million a year. I'm fine if we tax that heavily, right? Or if or that like money trying is trying to prevent unethical billionaires because there's no such right. thing as an ethical billionaire. Right. If that money is earning a ton of money, then you should pay some taxes on that because that's new money you've never been taxed on. But right. just having money doesn't necessarily feel like the government should come in and take it. Yeah, that does get a little bit of a touchy. Like now, again, if they wanted to set it crazy high, like once you have a billion dollars, we tax some percentage of the money over that fine, I'm not going to weep any tears for those people. Yeah. But, like, if you start getting middle-class people, which I don't think they were considering that level, but being taxed just on money they have in the bank, that's kind of shitty. Yeah. So that's... The, then, to answer your question, no, we do not have a wealth tax. We never have had a wealth tax. But Unless you're a staunch Republican, in which case you would argue the estate tax is a wealth tax <laughs> because you've already paid taxes on that money when you earned it. So, like, why should you have to pay it again simply to pass it to your family? Uh-huh. I think that's kind of bullshit. Um, nobody pays the estate tax anyway because it's, A, a super high limit, and, B, 
there's so many strategies to get around it. Like, it's not a very effective task, tax anyway. Oh. But I think it's totally fine and legal and should be allowed to keep people from... Just creating larger and larger billionaires. Well, exactly. Well, I mean, to some point, also, like, if you're a billionaire, the amount of money your money makes, you can't really spend. So you can basically just, I mean, it's a monarchy. Right. Your children forever, until someone's dumb and fucks it up, can live a better life than anyone around them. Virtue like 39 of the 60 Waltons. Yes. So. <laughs> like, virtue of the fact that they were born with a certain name. Right. right. Like, and that yeah. seems like a shitty system to me. So I'm all fine with an estate tax. Trying to do a little bit about that, and it doesn't do much, frankly. So boo-hoo, Republicans, suck it up. You just got it done. That's the official stance of this podcast. (laughs) Yes. You just got the uh, exemption on that doubled, so I'm not not weeping a lot of tears for you. Barf. With the new tax code, which is really why they passed that tax code. Absolutely, it's why they passed that tax code. There's been lots of news stories I've been seeing about people being like, uh, you're going to start noticing that the, the new tax code didn't really benefit you maybe the way you thought it might have. Yeah, I think those are a little unfair because people aren't getting the sort of refunds they expected, but they also got slightly bigger paychecks. So yes. you do have to look at it from a total how much did you pay. Right. But, but I mean, the tax code was absolutely, or the tax change was absolutely written to, to benefit, benefit the, the rich. But uh, and there's no getting around that. Even if people pay a little bit less, it's like, okay, great. Your taxes are $200 better, and this billionaire's are millions and millions better. So. Right. It also doesn't make a lot of sense the way that we treat taxes in this country like like your tax return is a bonus check when like that's just money that the government's been holding on to you interest free. Yeah. The perfect tax return is zero dollars. Yeah. Or honestly owing the government like 10 bucks because then you didn't give them a, a loan for a year. But right. my wife would have a conniption if she ever owed the government. So I have to, <laughs> we have to fight about where exactly. Cause as we've gotten married and bought a house, we've like had a better tax situation. So I keep trying to like dial us down so we don't get as much of a return and, she wants, she's like, now we'll get a bigger return. I'm like, mm, this is not good. That's not how we want it. So we are, luckily I fill out all the forms. So I get to do whatever I want. There you go. Also, uh, one day, if this podcast ever makes money, you'll be a freelancer and then you're, yeah. you'll be taxed. 1099. Yeah. And that'll it's be a, a bit of a sticky wicket. It's doable if you have one. It's doable if you have one. <laughs> it's a kind of a nightmare with more than one. <laughs> I believe that. So run it down. So anyway, um, also, one thing that's worth mentioning here, there are some exceptions to what I just said, which is like, and I was looking at this and I kind of forgot about it, Social Security, you pay a set rate of Social Security taxes and a set rate of Medicare taxes no matter what you make. Oh, really? Which kind of sucks. Yeah. Like, definitely, I was just, even just doing this, I was like, man, that hurts the poor a lot more than it hurts the wealthy. Yeah, I was going to say, that's not progressive? No. That's stupid. Neither is uh, Illinois... Income tax for those who care. That's Those watching stupid. at home. You pay a flat 4.95%, no matter how much you make. Oh, my gosh. That's stupid. Yeah, well, take a constitutional amendment to change it, I believe. So I'm going to uh, go. It's not going to happen. I'm going to go break down the doors. <laughs> I'm mad. Ugh. Every time we talk about... We, anytime we do this podcast, I wind up just mad. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we love to do it. <laughs> this is our last episode. Liz needs to go get her blood pressure checked. <laughs> uh, but anyway. Also, before you move on, just real quick, add an asterisk behind every word Dan just said. Um, no because real advice. We don't give real advice. Yes. To be, and to be clear, yeah, that was all maybe 
how the haha U.S. tax code works in this hypothetical world that is very similar to ours, but may not be exactly the same in all ways. Uh, no asterisk behind Republicans need to stop crying tears. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. No asterisk behind the eat my ass when I'm a, <laughs> no, a billionaire. That's going to eat your ass. Uh, God. Oh, man. Uh, so if he's making $187 uh, weekly... Adjusted for taxes, where he takes home about 87% of his pay versus the other two scenarios, he takes home about 90. So taxes are a little bit more severe in this case, but not that bad because that still only adds up to about $11,000 a year. Whoa, whoa. whoa which, adjusted for, which adjusted for inflation is about $23,500. That's definitely not enough. Yeah, and he's, he's like in New Jersey, right? No, like, he's in New York he proper because they go to FDR Schwartz. He oh, goes right. from New York to, to, or sorry, goes from New Jersey where he lives to New York to like escape, I guess. To flee the The law. police that his yeah. mother did not call. They did not call. Um... um Wow. That's a felony if you take a child across state lines. <laughs> so I will say, like... I think it's a felony to take a child. I think it's, like, another felony, I do though. think it becomes like worse, but felony? I don't think it's, like, if you're, like, oh, I returned him, but I never took him out of state. They're, like, ah, damn, we almost That's had him. That's the thing about, like, shoplifting, too. Like, once you've taken it outside and you didn't pay for it, it's a crime. You can bring it back, and it's still a crime. Yeah, you did a bad thing. You did a bad thing. That thing happened. You can't unkidnap someone. Are those historical tax rates? That you were using? No, I'm using. Uh, I was using, I believe, last year's tax rates, so they were correct. Not so for the new one, but like it's not just a little historical. Yes, like, okay. <laughs> recent historical. Historical is all now. Historical light. Yeah. Uh, I mean, <laughs> something I said ten seconds ago is technically historical now, but um, wow, broke your brain. <laughs> uh, but no, the the tax rates could be very different. But I'll be honest with you they wouldn't be... I mean, the point is... It wouldn't matter that much? Yeah. uh, Call it somewhere between 10 and 15, but there was... Sure. Not in the 8. I mean, if we were going back to where there was a 90% tax rate, but the other thing is because the income's so low, it wouldn't change much because they tend to change things on the high end of the brackets, not the low end of the brackets, because no politician wants to be the one who raised taxes on the poor because that's a real dick move. No Um, politician. I think you wind up with the best deal if you do that. So... Yeah, exactly. Just waiting for it. Um, I know that in the 80s, New York was still maybe not the shining beacon that it pretends it is now. As in like... Like the way you said that. When Mayor Bloomberg didn't get rid of all the homeless people by then? Giuliani. Giuliani. He's yeah. the one that did that. Yeah. Um, so... Ugh, this stupid little rat face. Um, <laughs> so I, I would imagine that apartments would maybe be cheaper to come by. But he doesn't even need to worry. Wait, how? Where does he live while he's at this we don't job? Know. There's nothing about. I mean, we see his apartment, and it's big and gorgeous and beautiful. Right, but that's after he gets the promotion, right? Right, but we. Oh no! Uh, while he's doing this job, he lives in a seventeen dollar and a seventeen and a half dollar a night like motel motel where you like Yikes. hear gunshots outside. So, cool. Cool. Which cool. Checks cool. out with that salary. Cool. That's fair. <laughs> Uh, but if he was getting paid bi-weekly, he'd be making 5000 or about 11 and a half our time. And if he's getting paid semi-monthly, he's making just under 5000 about 10 and a half in our days. Whoa. Right. Whoa. So this 187 he, like, goes crazy and, like, it's a lot of money for a kid. But it is not a lot of money. Like, the you screen... Would maybe you would think the screenwriters would know this, too, because, I mean, they were writing in their day and age, like, for... 
like a reason like they could have just easily looked up what well, a $30,000 a year salary is and figured out that paycheck. I'm going to sound this is maybe going to sound very dumb, but I do remember my very I'm going to get closer to the mic. I'm going to remember my very first paycheck. My dad was like, don't expect it to look like a lot of money. And I like opened it up and there were like extra stuff taken out of it. My first paycheck. I don't know what extra that would stuff. be. And maybe it was, I don't remember why, but it was a lot lower than any paycheck I got subsequently. You sure it wasn't just because you worked a partial period? Maybe it's that. I mean, because obviously if you worked one week out of, and you got paid you didn't have every to pay two for weeks. You uniforms or anything, did you? Well... That could also well, be I got good. T-shirts, but they, I had to give them back, so I don't think I paid for them. Could have been a rental fee on it, though. Maybe. Like, boy, I hope not. That's shitty as hell. On a t- it's well, shitty, if it's a T-shirt, like that would suck. Fries. But like, well, it was like, well, like you know, the nice polo shirt or something. Thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the Arby's red and maroon and jewel tone green, nasty French fry smelling shirt <laughs> with itchy sleeves. <laughs> That job sucked. There's a woman there who had worked there for like 35 years and her favorite pastime was making everybody else frown. <laughs> so bad. Oh, sounds like God. A, I want a like, movie about her. That's a Roald Dahl novel right yeah, there. Honest <laughs> to God. Her name was Jane and she had a very severe pixie cut and a craggy little face and she hated life. Like, I watched her, like, say something nasty to me, and then she curled her mouth into what I would call a smile, <laughs> and, like, I went, like, <laughs> But it's how a kid smiles at an ant when you're about to burn it. It's like how dragons smile in bad, in movies where they're about to eat at night. Yeah. Anyway, it was very dramatic because it was my first job ever. <laughs> okay. So, anyway, then I looked up VPs of market research on Indeed. Um, and I'm going to be honest with you, I, this time I didn't back it into the, uh, oh, I did back it into, I guess, uh, 1988 money. Could I was going to say, you're, t- you're too good for this job, uh, man. <laughs> anyway, I just looked at, there was like a thousand plus entries on Indeed. I didn't go into one to try to find the best fitting one. I just sure. took them all and I weighted average them. Oh, I think sure. They all had like a salary range. So like if there was a thousand of them that paid 80,000 and 500 of them that paid a hundred thousand and 10,000 of, you know, whatever, I just yeah. averaged that out. So roughly it averaged out to about 140 a year, oh. which seems higher than I expected. Yeah, that's but, really high. You know, Hey, there you go. This is like the um, vice president of a company. I'm like, you're kind of led to believe that it's, he does seem to be like the third highest person, maybe fourth highest person in the company. Yeah. Because it's like head honcho, the guy he has a workplace rivalry with who was like his best friend, like who was like the head honcho's like sycophant. Right. Yeah. The girl that he's dating and then him basically is what you get implied. So the girl that he's dating, this woman, is she his supervisor? No, you're okay. just implied like they're all the same. They're equals. No. All the way that you're this actually could kind of implied be. all of them are the same level, just like kind of doing different things. So you kind of get the impression maybe the sycophant is like a CFO. They don't specifically oh, say sure. that, but like he seems to have something to do with the books, and maybe she's like some sort of sales HR or, or sales. You don't really get an idea of what she does necessarily, but okay, she's like always in the rooms that the decisions are being made in. Sure, and then he's clearly like the idea toy product person you know research person um so in the best case at this 140 if he was if he was getting paid weekly he'd be getting paid about 880 dollars 
1988 money. I did back this up. Uh, about $1,700 if it's bi-weekly and about $1,900 if it was uh, semi-monthly. Does that wow. make sense? Yeah. Also, it's just weird, like, thinking about that in comparison to, like, my paycheck now. And I know I don't make $140,000 a year. It's just, like, you know, money's weird. Money's weird. Money's weird. I don't know that I picked the right college major. <laughs> um, clearly, you should have studied um, marketing, toy marketing. Toy marketing. Yeah, so. clearly. I thought about it. So here's what I did. Uh, I basically set it out. I didn't want to do all three, but I set it out as if. So what I did is I did six. Well, I guess four different scenarios. I did one where he is data. I get basically I did if he gets paid three times, so every two weeks. During mm-hmm. the six weeks that he's waiting to get big again. Or if he gets paid weekly. <laughs> unbig. Unbig. Yeah. Un-big. Sorry, unbig. Small again. If you experience... No, he just wants un-big. to get yet bigger. If yeah. you experience bigness lasting more than six <laughs> weeks. <laughs> so I basically did where he gets paid three times. Uh, uh, because he gets paid every two weeks. And one where he gets paid six times. Uh, because he gets paid weekly. Mm-hmm. And then in both of those scenarios, so to break it down further, I did one where he's data entry about half the time and one where he's only data entry for a week. Because you don't really get an idea of how long he's in the job before sure. he gets this random promotion. So these things range from where he gets paid weekly is and is data entry half the time is the worst case for him. Makes um, sense. Yeah. And in that case, he makes about $3,000 during this time. Wow, that's not a lot. Uh, and then in the best case scenario, he's only data entry for a week and he's getting paid weekly again, because basically in these cases, when you get paid weekly, it adjusts sooner. So you don't get half paychecks, right? Yeah. One or the other, and you get more of them because he's not halfway through. So in that case, he gets about $4,600. So low end about 3,100 high end about 46 oh, okay. is what he could have gotten paid during this six week period. Sure which I still don't feel like is enough to get an apartment and furnish it completely and then also do all the things that he's doing. So there's no, like, there's no nod to, like, you know how in, like, trading places the apartment is furnished by the company? Like, that's not this. You see him go out with a realtor. Really? Because there's a bunch of, like, slapstick scenes where it's this 30-year-old man and his son, who's Mm -hmm. his best friend, who, like, and so this is one of those where, like, you know, they go out with a realtor to see this apartment, and they're like, we'll take it. And she's like, what is their relationship? Like, I think the little, the, little, the one who's still like, is like, we'll take it. And she's like, uh, or, does your son speak for the two of you? And they're like, <laughs> giggle and, you know, run off to go have fun or whatever. But, you gonna let Shorty make clearly a minor pick for you? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, maybe, but I don't see it. Okay. That's that's basically what I wanted to come. I wanted to see if they thought this through, and I don't get the impression they have. Because generally, for an apartment, you need like first and last month's rent, and mm-hmm. maybe a security deposit, maybe a move-in fee. Also, how's he getting that with no credit history? Yeah. And a social security number he made up. He I've made had up. to make a social. Se- I've had to give every landlord I've ever. <laughs> I've had to make a social security number up <laughs> for every, every place I've ever lived. I write a new one every time. They'll no. never catch me. <laughs> I don't make them up. I steal them from friends. Yeah. Oh. Very, friends who might be in the room. I was gonna say good luck her. getting far on my number. <laughs> um, like, this woman. Oh. I mean, ultimately, I think that like being bigged would just be. <laughs> 
<laughs> like incredibly debilitating for this guy. Oh, like, he should be on the streets. Yeah. To be hundred percent clear. Yeah. Cause like he is suddenly 30 with no life skills, no money. Like he doesn't know his social security number. Yeah. He doesn't know like, he's basically he like no an illegal history. immigrant. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, he appears out of nothing. With no ether. support network. Right. Yep. Like, not even, like, family. not even, family. like, he's got family. I yeah. mean, he, the most support network he has is it's that another his, 13-year-old his other 13-year-old friend is willing to steal some money from his dad's nightstand. You know who needs therapy after all of this is that kid. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, like, and that's, what, that's why you imply he's in this tenement is because they steal. They don't say, but, like, you have to assume it's something like 40 to 60 bucks. And so they put him up in this $17 a night hotel. She has a $10 deposit for sheets, which I love. Um, <laughs> Gross. Deposit? Because <laughs> yeah, what if you don't give them back or you ruin them? Oh, I guess. Yeah. Uh, if you ever go traveling in hostels, bring a silk sleeping bag with you because bugs can't get through it. Yep. It's, it's a good tip. It's all upsetting. So <laughs> that's the money unless you guys have any more questions. And then I have one more point I want to make, but I'll, I'll, take, I'll take questions from the audience the, the first. Floor is, the floor is open. Um, I'm trying to think here. About like apartment buying, and I just think about there's an episode of Fairly Odd Parents where uh, they do the like big thing, and he like turns into kind of a dumpy, balding 45 year old, and like he can't get a job anywhere, and everyone thinks he's a real big creep, and he just winds up like crying for his mom, and they're like, Ew, this old man's crying for his mom. And then because he's an old man, he doesn't get fairy godparents anymore. So he can't, like, de-wish himself big. And uh, I don't remember how it ends, but it doesn't end with him staying big and alone forever. Let's put it this way. I think the only way to grow up is to do it naturally. (laughs) To learn little things at a time. Yeah. You can't be thrust into this I was going to say, there's a lot of little mistakes that you need to make. One at a time. Yeah. Instead of all All in one one colossal moment. Yeah. The only reason I've survived this long is because there's a big learning curve between here and Yeah. I've been able to recover from the many, many mistakes I've made because I've only had to deal with one at a time. Yep. I remember in college, like, always getting to getting back to the fall semester and like trying to remember back over the entire course of the summer and like not fully grasping how I fed myself the entire time. Like, <laughs> well, you didn't just, go home for the summer. I never, I, I never went home for the summers in college. I lived on or near campus the entire time. Um, but like was still like very underemployed and like not s- spending or saving money. Like, as one should in an ideal environment. Um, and yet somehow I gained weight. So <laughs> Stress is a lot to a human body. I'm sure. I wonder how I did it before my wife. Nah. I think about, I'm like, if she were in to the like, same fugue state that I did, like, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I'm just like, I don't, I don't think I did a good, I don't think I did good by myself, by my health. Man. People just ask a lot more of women, I guess. <laughs> I'm not going to argue that. Here's my other question before we wrap this up. Yeah. I think we're on the long side, but does this young man then show this woman that he was dating the most powerful force in the universe? And when she drops him off as a child, what do you think she goes back and starts wishing for? 
Oh. Because if I realized there was a Zoltar, for a second, I not sex with children. <laughs> I was like, Does good lord. rock her damn world? No. No, it's bad. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying she learns that there is a machine, and he she meets him there somehow. I think maybe he leaves his, like, napkin where he wrote down the address or whatever, and she follows him, but whatever. He's, he's like... And Bush she League. watches him walk away and like transform into his young self. There's like a you know that has got to be a thing in and of itself. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's some therapy. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't tell you why I need therapy. I'll be put in an institution, but I need it. But then I'm just gonna be really vague her, about it. I'm like, well, this is all sad. Now I'm gonna turn around and go back to that wish machine and make myself into a god king or yeah. something. <laughs> like she knows where that thing is. In the Unless it sequel to this one movie, one specific wish. Yeah, in the I'm sorry, they only make people bigger. <laughs> yeah, in the sequel to this movie, it's a dystopian future where there is not a dark lord but a queen. <laughs> she lords with over everyone in shoulder pads that reach the skies. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I would. I would. Yeah, I would put that machine in my car. <laughs> Take it to well, my house. Well, first I'd actually, I'd make some wishes there in case it's location specific. Then I would try to go take it somewhere else, but only after I had enough I was time say, to wish things that I was, the, the essential Test wishes. wish, second wish, enough money to buy the amusement park. Third wish, whatever you want. Like, no, no, here's the yeah. thing. You're, if you, what if you only get one wish? So your first wish is, I wish for you to create an exact copy of yourself unused, and uh, then you get another one, and you uh, wish for that second one to create an exact copy of itself unused with two wishes involved, and then you keep doing that. Why didn't you just wish for more wishes at the, the start? Why are you making Damage, all these no extra machines? No one can wishes, wish for more that. wishes. That's why in Aladdin... But you're you asking for more wishes. It's <laughs> not a pretty picture. I don't like doing, doing it. it. <laughs> you can't make anyone fall in love. No, that's why you wish your enemy to be so you wish Jafar to be a genie mm -hmm. then his lamp gets shot into the sun you yep. wish for his lamp to be in your hand then you have a free wish and you do it all over again with Jafar's as the genie yeah or like that really really bad joke where the the genie is like I'm gonna it's a stupid mother-in-law joke but he's like this guy rubs the genie lamp and the genie says I'll give you whatever you want but whatever you get your mother-in-law gets double and the guy says great give me a million dollars and beat me half to death it's <laughs> 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 a bad joke <laughs> oh man I think Will Smith looks fine I don't no, know what people are so no, upset about. No, he looks scary. And I'm a not as bit upset offensive. as many people. I think but I don't. Know I think people are losing their wrong. minds about exactly what I expected that to look like the entire time. I know. I'm like, not surprised that it looks that way. I'm surprised that they like saw the test and went, "We'll keep doing this," because it doesn't. Look the good. only thing about that movie that's going to make money is that Will Smith is in it. Like, you think so? I think so. Yeah. I think no one else asked for that movie. Well, like, this is a solution think, to a problem that didn't exist. But I like people remember, were not clamoring like, for an Aladdin. Cinderella made a thousand bajillion dollars, and nobody was in that except Rob Stark, and Catherine or not Catherine, um, beautiful woman, fabulous mouth. <laughs> not in that way. The other one. I know you appreciate the her mouth. evil stepmother. Um, was played by... I didn't see it. Shalise Theron. No, she's the bad guy also in that the Crystal Skull. Kate Blanchett. Thank you. Kate, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. She's, and she looks fabulous. Also, don't use the Crystal Skull to describe anyone. I couldn't think of a, literally another movie that we would all be like, that's what she's in. <laughs> um, yeah, but people went to go see that and there was not even any music in it. And I'm pretty sure there's music in this Aladdin. So I think people are going to go to it because it's Aladdin. See, like, I get... 
I understand like the the Jungle Book thing and the Lion King thing fine. It's like those are those make sense to me because <clears throat> they are were they are still animated movies. Yes. Like, they're animated that. movies in a different style of animation. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But it's not like they were waiting like it's not like they did Aladdin as an animated movie because they they couldn't do it as a live action movie. Like it was an animated movie on purpose. No, it's because they were trying to undercut the prince and the cobbler and the, like, the thief and the, the thief and the cobbler. Yeah, um, they just stole everybody from the thief and the cobbler and did that instead. But, but yeah, like, yeah, it's not like anybody was like, you know what? I'd really like to see if the genie were a real person because Disney World exists and we already know what that looks like and it's not good. I just think like clearly they thought like they thought that they. Clearly, they thought they needed to make it, A. I guess. B, like, it will probably make a decent amount of money. It, it will probably will. make a decent amount of money more, like, because Will Smith's in it. 100% yeah. agree. Like, I think it'll make, like, the base, like, whatever, all of these, like, live action, like, the the lowest denominator of, like, what all these live action remakes have made, and then a factor more because Will Smith because is Will in Smith it. Because Will Smith is in it. I guess so. I just don't have a lot of faith in his box office draw anymore. Like, the stuff that he's been making has been... Myth. I also just don't think movies work, work that way anymore. Yeah. But I think if it works for Except anybody, it, it works work for, for him. him and Tom Cruise still. That's fair. Tom Cruise is just like, it's super surprising because there's works no reason it should. And they and work in China. American actors still draw crowds in China. That'll do it. That is probably Hence why they're doing Great this. Great Wall or whatever that movie was where that weird that Matt Damon movie for Matt some reason. Matt Damon just was randomly there. Well, also, of any American they were like, actor <laughs> <laughs> The amount of anger. I just, you were like, well, the thing to... But <laughs> Well, the thing that gets me is that, like, they were going to make that movie, like, no matter what. Like, that was 100%, like, for a foreign market. Like, that was yeah. fine. And then, like, some executive high up was, like, the Chinese audience really wants Matt Damon in it for some reason. Yeah, and they're like, okay. And they're like, Did you see right? Goodwill Hunting, though? Like, <laughs> he's not this character. Yeah. No, it does. I mean, yeah. That definitely feels like, felt like research told them, like, we find it better also when there's dragons and things, but if they're purple and they just You're like, right. okay, we'll CGI one into the background <laughs> just of all like, scenes. And it's like, what is happening? They're like computer deep dream, make a movie. <laughs> and they're like, I guess they want Matt Damon. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway, let's wrap this up. It's long. Okay. Uh, thanks for listening to Make Believe Money. I've been Liz. I've been Damon. I've been Dan. As always, please rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice. And thanks to our composer, Charles E. Miller, for her music, catch her at charlesemiller.com. Email us with your thoughts and feelings and whether or not you think Will Smith is a big enough draw for a movie uh, at makebelievemoneypodcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time. Okay, bye.